my friends, and welcome to the Experience Our Industry podcast. I'm Dr. Brian Greenwood, and I am super excited to be here today with Mariana Garcia. How are you, Mariana? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. It's so great to see you, and we are so excited to be highlighting uh, Mariana as one of the 2023 graduates of our program. Um, Mariana has had a really exciting internship that I wanted to talk about with her. She uh, she is an intern with Visit Morro Bay. She ha- she has been an intern with Visit Morro Bay this uh, this spring quarter. And um, you might not think, you might be thinking to yourself at this point, well, what? Visit Morro Bay? How is that exciting? Well, uh, it just so happens that Visit Morro Bay uh, was responsible for bringing something um, to the area that I I told Mariana this um, early on when she told me about it. When, When I first moved here like 17 years ago, there were people talking about how this would be a great area for Ironman. And there were already people working on it at that stage. And it took, uh, it took seven, uh, probably longer than 17 years to finally get it to come to fruition. So we had Ironman 70.3, right? Did I get that right? Yes. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. 70.3 this past, uh, spring and so we're going to get to hear all about that and all about the the planning and and everything that that went into that but let's go back uh let's go back in time first Mariana so everybody can get to to know you a little bit better better tell us where um where you grew up uh yeah so i actually grew up in southern orange county um in Dana Point which okay. is just a a great little beach town on the coast you know grew up 10 minutes from the beach my whole childhood and you know that was obviously a great experience and definitely very thankful <laughs> for that yeah well 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 wow that not not very far from not not very far from Morro Bay there that's uh sounds yeah. sounds pretty similar huh <laughs> yeah, definitely have similar vibes for sure similar vibes the except that you got the OC vibes down south but uh right yeah, yeah. right right tell us about uh tell us about your your parents what did your parents do while you were growing up uh yeah so i was actually raised by a single mom and she kind of just did everything when i was growing up she mostly worked in the restaurant industry for most of my childhood but um you know she was always doing a side hustle uh just doing oh, sales yeah. for different, like smaller companies. Um, uh-huh. Definitely always keeping herself busy. Just a hardworking, hardworking lady. Right on. Shout out to the single moms out there for sure. And um, that uh, that so just just make such an impact on on us um, in this country. And um, so tell it. What about siblings? Do you have any siblings? Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I actually have two brothers. Yeah. Um, I have a younger brother who. Uh, just graduated high school. Um, right. He's, you know, trying to figure out what's next for him. Right. And then I have an older brother who um, currently works uh, as a sales manager for a BMW dealership. And he Ooh. actually just got married last summer. So nice. definitely all going through some transitional phases right now. There um, you go. Yeah. yeah. 
I was going to say, little bro graduating from high school, big sister graduating from college, uh, and uh, big brother getting married. Those are definitely some life changes for the Garcia family. I love it. That's exciting times for sure. So tell us what tell us what young Mariana was like growing up. What did you what was your what was your jam? What did you get into? Uh, yeah, so I definitely was more of a creative kid growing up. Um, I didn't get the opportunity to play any sports growing up, unfortunately, just because, you know, lack of money sometimes. And, um, but I've definitely always been curious. And so I did, I was always up to something. I always was teaching myself new things, picked up, would always be picking up different hobbies and just self teaching myself how to do everything from skateboarding at like five years old to mm-hmm. painting and art. And at one point I learned how to do manicures. Um, oh, and so I was doing those for a period of time. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely just been doing crazy things since I was a kid. Um, and I didn't get to play sports up until high school when I joined the water polo team for my high school. And I did that for four years oh, and wow. I also, swam um for all four years so yeah definitely did a little bit of everything growing up i love it i love it well you know that that first part uh of um not getting to, to play sports because of not being able to afford it that just that just breaks my heart and that's like one of my you know i you know from having me in class you know sports-based youth development and this aspect of how we are um I, I feel like we're shutting out kids from being able to play sports because it's gotten so expensive and so there are a lot of a lot of people out there who are very passionate about that and very passionate about trying to 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 make changes along those lines but it's so great to hear that once you got into high school that that you were were able to participate and um and a couple of fun sports at that let's talk a little bit um mariana about your journey in, in um in finding our major you know i i i ask this occasionally of my guests and i'll ask this of you too like do you do you remember having a dream job or did you like uh, you know have something that you dressed dressed as for, for halloween or or whatever you know uh whether whether it's being a, a you know a, a a fire person or or a doctor or you know whatever it might be what 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 uh any anything like that that sticks out yeah, um, I definitely wanted to be uh, a few things growing up. Yeah, um, yeah. Doctor was definitely one of them for a while. Um, but the one that sticks out to me the most right now is a teacher. I always wanted to be a teacher growing up. Um, okay. I had some great teachers that really, you know, changed my life. Um, that sounds dramatic, but, you know, everyone yeah. knows what having a good teacher can do for you. And so um, I figured that teaching would help me, you know, be involved with people and help people and um definitely not doing that now but i think i have found a way to fulfill those desires um and what i'm doing now so but yeah i love it i love it and um and you know you're you're talking to a teacher so uh i appreciate the i i don't think i don't look at it as hyperbole at all uh changing lives you know because because i look back and i think about that myself like the teachers who had such dramatic impacts on my life it's it's just uh just amazing you know when you think about that and 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 for me my 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 first one was my mom you know because she was she's like yeah I, for me my mom was my first teacher you know and uh 
And so uh, I, I look back and my mom regretted not being a teacher for, and, and she talked to me about that. And so, um, you know, when I got the opportunity to, to pursue that passion of becoming a teacher, it, it um, that really resonated with me was like, you know, my mom as my first teacher and, and hearing her talk about, you know, those regrets of not being a teacher. So, um, so that's really cool to hear you, hear you say that. Now let's talk about your transition to Cal Poly and finding the major and all of that, you know, we're, we're always um, really interested to hear those stories. You know, I think we as faculty probably, I, I mean, I, I think, I think all of our, ga- all of our, our listeners love hearing that story, but we as faculty in particular love hearing how you heard about our major, how you ended up at Cal Poly. So can you give us a, paint us a narrative there? What happened? Uh, yeah. So my journey to Cal Poly was definitely an interesting one. Um, I, um, and I'm a first gen college student. I'm the first one in my family to attend a four-year university. So definitely the whole college process was, you know, strange, but I didn't find out about Cal Poly until my junior year of high school when Mm -hmm. one of my older friends was, debating whether attending here or another school uh-huh. and I had never heard of Cal Poly slow. So I right. looked up real quick and, and he was on the central coast, but I had no idea what, what it looked like or, you know, where it was. And so right. definitely forgot about that for a few months. And then when my time came to start applying for schools, I actually only applied to five in-state schools, um, Cal Poly being one of them. Um, and, I originally wanted to attend San Diego State because I wanted to stay local to SoCal and didn't want to leave, you know, that area. But um, right. it was the only school out of the five to reject me. Oh, so, um, <clears throat> you know, in my mind at the time, I was like, "What's the second best option?" And it was uh-huh. Cal Poly. Definitely don't think that now, but right. <laughs> yeah. So when I was, and then when I was applying for Cal Poly, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or pursue and actually um, had a great opportunity to speak to one of my friend's cousin who had graduated from the program. And um, she told me, you know, what it was like and what she was doing at the time. And Uh I was like, well, that sounds interesting enough for me to apply under. And so I attended. What was she doing? Do you remember? She was working for, um a concert oh yes i forget the name of it but she was working with concerts and stuff at the time and not necessarily what i wanted to do but um so interesting enough that you would apply for the yeah yeah i just explained like events and stuff like that so i attended my first rpta class my freshman year and i ran with it i mean i never looked back and i'm just thankful for her for, you know, exposing me to this great major and department. And here I am. That's awesome. So, so very cool. So let's talk about, let's talk about a couple of things, Mariana, you know, I, I, you touched on that first, uh, first gen, um, element and, um, you know, once I, once I became an educator and started to, um, to look into, uh, you know, some of the barriers that um, underrepresented students can sometimes have mm-hmm. um, through the college experience. You know, I, 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 um, 
I started looking into and realized, and you, you start to think about like all of the things that people who have um, family members who have graduated from college, those those advantages, right? To to know how to navigate the system and all of that. And you right. just start to, you just start to realize like, oh, wow, these are barriers that I never really even thought about. And, and, you know, I know a number of our faculty have been really, um, have been, you know, have tried to be as supportive as possible to first-gen students in particular um, in recognizing that aspect. And so I wonder if you can reflect on what it was like as a first-gen student, that that transition, I would imagine that transition had to be, it's usually said to be much harder than those um, who, you know, have family members who have, have been through that. Did you, did you undergo any transitional elements that were hard at first? Uh, yes, definitely, uh, faced a lot of, um, you know, just barriers along the way and navigating everything myself, uh, starting off with my application, um, process, navigating that and finding, you know, the funds for that. And I actually, received an email from Cal Poly before they admitted me telling me that I had to fix something on my portal and I had no idea what I was doing. And so I went in and kind of did what I thought I needed to do. And that was basically it. I crossed my fingers and hoped for the best. So when I actually received the email that I had gotten in, it was just so emotional for me because I I hadn't even realized that they did um, um, receive my application. And so that was definitely one of the first ones um, that I had to deal with. Um, and then just, you know, moving away from home um, was difficult. And I became basically financially uh, responsible for myself starting freshman year of wow. of college and just finding different scholarships and grants and stuff to help me pay for school along the way and um, stuff like that. And now you know, finding the money, working full-time, part-time, I mean, part-time and full-time when I could to just get through it and pay the bills and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, definitely many challenges that I was able to overcome. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And so let's talk about that experience um, here, here at Cal Poly and, and what you did to, to, you know, to not only boost your yourself in terms of um, in terms of the major and getting involved and that sort of thing and building your experience. But that's obviously and and obviously you're not the only one that that um, has worked through through school. Right. We have we have lots of students that work through school, but um, but the pressure of having to financially support yourself um, is, is much greater and, and is not something that a lot of students have to do. And so, um, I wonder if you could reflect on what that was like. Um, and, 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 um, you know, the, the learn, one thing I think that's great about that is the learn by doing spirit that we have, right. Kind of promotes that aspect as well. And whether or not you feel, feel like that learn by doing mantra helped, helped you along those lines. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, since the beginning, um, I had to learn how to balance both school and work and my personal life. And um, over the past few years, I think getting the experiences I wanted to to gain was a little bit harder just because I had to, you know, think about if it would work with my work schedule or if it was going to financially support me 
enough to do it, to solely do that for the time being. So I think I had to learn how to just apply for everything and just kind of um, sign up to do anything that could help me, you know, gain those experience hours and, but also, you know, just keep going at the same time. And that was a bit tricky, but I, here we are. So (laughs) yeah, there you go. Here we are. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about that. Here we are. Right. So you've been, um, you've been an intern with, with visit Mora Bay. So tell us, first of all, for those who are unaware, um, I know I would hope that most of our students uh, know what a, what a, um, a DMO is, but uh, tell us what, um, uh, tell us what visit Mora Bay does. And, and, um, and, 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 and also tell us if you will, um, how you got that posi- the position? Uh, yeah, so Visit Morro Bay is the DMO or destination marketing organization for Morro Bay, and it just became a nonprofit organization again, I believe, about two years ago. Um, and it's basically just responsible for marketing Morro Bay as a destination for tourists and trying to get um, people to stay um nights at the hotels for as much as possible and just really um you know partake in all the different areas that Morro Bay has to offer in the different businesses. Right. Uh, so how I got this role again another interesting story. Um yeah. I wasn't sure what I wanted to my internship to be uh last quarter during winter quarter and I knew I wanted to try something different because I really wanted it to be another learning experience for me that I was not familiar with. And I had done events and hospitality and, you know, worked in restaurants and stuff. So I realized that I was going to try out tourism or I wanted to try out tourism and, or, you know, work for a DMO. And um, I just couldn't find the opportunities or, or anything. So I was kind of having a hard time and time was actually running out it was nearing the end of the quarter and I still had no internship actually so I kind of gave up on it being something new at that point I I was resorting back to to what I knew what to do and what I you know was uh, familiar with and I remember I reached out to you and I was asking if you could connect me with some event planners in the area and stuff like that and um I actually ended up um asking Dr. Gray if she knew of any connections that I could make. And surprisingly, towards the end of the quarter, she had a meeting with Michael Wombolt, who's the executive director of Visit Morro Bay. And she came back to me and, and told me about him and how he might be looking for an intern specifically for Ironman. Um, and so I connected with him and it actually took him a while to respond to me because he was out of out of the country or just out of on a business trip and so then it was spring quarter uh spring break i mean and i still had not confirmed an internship Um, so i was very stressed out and so i believe dr rue sent out an opportunity with slow parks and rec the weekend before spring break and i applied right away and so i did that for my spring break and i interviewed with them and by the end of the spring break week, I got the position with Slow Parks and Rec and the position with Visit Morro Bay. So I went from having no options to having two great opportunities <laughs> to pick from. 
And so that was, that was challenging. I, I really had to self-reflect with what I wanted to pursue, what I could possibly want to pursue yeah. after graduation. And I chose, I chose visit Morro Bay and, uh, you know, it's been a great time since I've, I've been learning a lot. Um, Michael's a great mentor and, and yeah, it's been awesome. That's awesome. Wow. What a, sto- what a story, Mariana. I love, I love, uh, I love and appreciate you sharing that with us. I mean, uh, obviously, so many of our students, you know, and so many of the people that I talk to on this podcast talk about like the different experiences of of um, of getting their internship, and 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 a number of them say things similar to what you've said. Like it got to be late, and I was stressed, and you know, and, and then you of course end up with two that you have yeah. to choose from one. But uh, but anyway, so great to. To, for you to share that story. So let's talk about um, this this experience with Iron Man. So um, for those who are unaware, um, Iron Man 70.3 took place on, uh, was it May 20th? Is that is that when it was? Yes, correct, yeah. On May 20th, right? And um, so take us through, um, take us through the role, first of all, that Visit Morro Bay played in bringing Iron Man and then the role that um, Visit More Bay played in helping to coordinate and, and what and what your role was. Uh, yeah, so Visit Morro Bay actually ended up being one of the main sponsors for Iron Man to come to Morro Bay. And um, um, so that's how it started. And then once the ball got rolling and stuff, um, we basically just assisted with uh, coordinating the Ironman group with the different parts of the community. So like law enforcement and the Coast Guard and just different uh, groups that would help uh, facilitate the the event and the smooth running of it and making sure that everyone is safe. Um, you know, there was about 1,800 athletes um, that came for the event and and their family. So definitely a bigger, bigger uh, size of people that Morro Bay is accustomed to hold. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, People don't even think about like all of the different logistics that has to go into something like that, like from shutting down roads and, 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 you know, filling hotels and, and all of that. Like I imagine, there's just, I, I imagine just the logistical aspects alone of kind of getting to see the behind the scenes of that. I imagine that was pretty valuable from a, from a young professional standpoint. Oh, it was very valuable. I had no idea just the amount of work and behind the scenes that went into something like that. And just being, you know, in those meetings was just, I was in awe basically the whole time, but, um, yeah. So my role when it came to it, um, you know, the whole getting Iron Man here was a very long process, like you said, um, earlier. Um, but it was about a 12 month process, I believe. And then I joined it at the tail end of it. So kind of just got pushed into the deep end a little bit and I assisted with volunteer, um, uh, outreach, and so I helped coordinate um, volunteers from Cal Poly and just um, different groups in the area that would be interested in in volunteering for an event like this, um, which was interesting. 
I bet. I bet. In addition to Cal Poly, um, where, where, where else were you pulling volunteers from? We pulled from, at least I personally did some outreach to local clubs and organizations. So triathlon clubs or running clubs, cycling clubs, just different sorts of clubs throughout the, throughout the County, basically that, um, would be interested in, um, other club sports from Cal Poly as well. And, Mm -hmm. um, but I believe we got some community volunteers. We got just a a big variety that I was not expecting and I didn't help recruit all of them, obviously. So it was interesting to see day of just how versatile the, the volunteer, what the volunteers were. Right, right, right. Um, and, and, you know, for, for those who are are not aware, um, the, it's like pretty amazing what they what they do in terms of the Iron Man. You know, it's like um, I think it's like the 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 total distance right is um, is seven. Is that right? Seventy miles. Is that how much they cover the total distance overall? Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 And so um, you know, it's a a one point two mile swim, a fifty six mile bike ride, and a and a thirteen um a thirteen mile run. And um and so um obviously that's that's pretty that's pretty extraordinary, you know, when you think about it. Um. Uh, but uh, l- let's talk about that experience on day of. Um. What was what was that like? I mean, it seems like that would have been. I I, I heard feedback from from some of the volunteers who you recruited yeah. just like we're over the moon at what a great experience it was for them um to be able to attach the their name to to such a brand like iron man and right. i imagine for you obviously in getting to do more than just volunteer i imagine that's a pretty big boost to your resume um but but what was that like that experience on on the day of it was crazy. I mean, I was there um, at around four, four thirty in the morning for that start. Pretty early, huh? <laughs> yeah, for that start. Um, for that start, and so it was just crazy seeing, because um, you know I kept hearing the number of athletes that were going to be there, but just seeing them all lining up, getting ready for the swim at four thirty in the morning when it's fifty degrees out and just dark, and it was crazy. I mean, the energy is just unmatchable. It just it inspires you to a certain level. And it's just like, you start believing that maybe you will sign up for the next Ironman. And it was great, honestly, just to see that finally come to fruition. And then, um, yeah. So from four 30 to, I was basically there all day, just kind of helping out in anywhere I could, um, and helping just with the media team and really just all aspects of the race, but definitely very rewarding, Oh, I can't even describe the energy, really. I bet, I bet, and um, you know, I guess I should, I, I should, Mariana, before before I have people like um, once this is posted, um, emailing me and telling me I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, um, I know that the uh, Ironman seventy point three is a ha- was a half Ironman, right? And they, oh yes, yes, yeah. They normally, yeah, yeah, and that's where the seventy point three comes in because that's yes. the that's the ma- amount, right? And so mm-hmm. it's nor- it's normally double that, right? The the full yeah. Ironmans, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right, right. Which just both both just blow my mind. I mean, I I, I can't 
I can't even imagine doing a half, much less a full, but uh, but still. And and do you know, um, did they start doing the 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 half Ironman to try to be more accessible so that more people could engage in them? Is that kind of the philosophy there? Are you do or do you know? I'm actually not familiar, but I'm I mean, I would think so. That would that would be sense. one of the reasons, just because even like you were just saying half a triathlon is insane as well so um yeah i i'm I'm assuming yeah okay yeah um or half an iron man is is pretty is pretty insane (laughs) as is a full iron man is um so i guess a full would be double what we said earlier but um but yeah that's pretty amazing so let's talk a little bit more uh mariana about like your experience during uh, uh, as an intern right you know it's 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 that rite of passage that all of our all of our students go through and and this culminating experience um in the way that we have it designed so that you know hopefully it will help to propel you for your career um so let, let's talk a little bit about that and and a little bit about um this whole aspect of learn by doing and and whether or not you feel ready day one, you know, we talk about that, that aspect of being ready day one. Um, and you had to be ready day one a little bit sooner, right? Since you break and then you, the next week you're in your internship, but, um, do you feel that? Do you feel prepared or did you feel prepared in stepping into your internship? And do you think learn by doing had an impact on you? Uh, yes, definitely. I think, you know, as unprepared as I thought I was going to be, I, I've just gained the skills over the past few years and just in all the experiences that I was able to gain, um, throughout, through the department, um, you know, there's uncertainty in going into anything new, but, um, being sure of the skills that I, I knew I had, um, definitely helped and helped me be more confident, which I think is appreciated by, you know, many, and I, I'm always ready to learn something new and, um, not afraid to ask questions. And so I definitely, especially because this was something I was not expecting, um, to go into at all, um, earlier on in my college career, it was definitely, definitely scary, but yeah, I, yeah, I would say I was very prepared my first day. Awesome. Awesome. That's so great to hear. And, um, the last thing I, I want to ask you is, is uh, related to advice, you know, advice that you would give to our to our current students. You know, if there's a if there's a a first year student or um, or even a, a third year student who's thinking about their internship and worrying about it and that sort of thing. What advice would you give them? Um, and uh, and then we'll and then we'll end it. Uh, yeah, I think a piece of advice that. I wish I had even just a few months ago um, when looking for or thinking about internships is that whatever you decide to intern in is not the end all be all. It's kind of another learning opportunity. And I think most of us kind of worry about it being, you know, exactly what we're going to go into after graduation. And Mm -hmm. at least that's what was my thought process um, earlier this year. And I've, just now come to the terms that it's not it's another great learning opportunity and um my mentor michael actually gave me some great advice and it was like no matter what you're doing you're just you're moving up you know you're learning new skills and Mm -hmm. you're you're learning new things and it's just it's 
maybe not exactly what you want to be doing in the moment or what you're going to want to be doing in 10 years, but mm-hmm. it's, it's valuable and you should, you shouldn't take it for granted. So I think that's something I wish someone told me just yeah. even six, seven months ago. Um, but yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's such great advice, Mariana. You know, it's, it's like one of those things where we have a tendency to want to idealize, um, the, these things that are like put in front of us, right? Like, Oh, I've got to have the best internship or I I don't know if that's, I, I don't know if that's the social media era that we live in, or maybe that's just always how it's been. Right. You know, that, that, um, that we, we worry about it being the best or the exact or the, the dream or, or whatever it might be. And right. you know, I know, you know, most people look at it and they're like, Oh my gosh, uh, Mariana got a chance to work with Iron Man. That's like insane. Like that's such a great opportunity. And yeah. obviously it is, but if it's, but like you were saying, when you're, when you're headed down that path and you're not sure what you're going to get, you can't have this idealized um, uh, aspect of things, and I love that that advice from your um, from your mentor there too. I mean, to just to take every opportunity with initiative and excitement, and um, and with this mentality of wanting to learn and wanting to grow and wanting to develop. You know, I mean, it 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 almost doesn't matter what you do. If you take that mentality, you're going to be moving forward in some way or another, right? Um, and so uh, I love that. I love that. Well, so the last thing that I'll, I'll leave you with, Mariana, is um, is thank you so much for taking the time today. Um, uh, we're I, I'm so excited to be able to to highlight you as as one of our graduates. I want to say congratulations to you. It's um, it's so exciting that that. Um, that you're going to be uh you're going to be uh, graduating with a degree from Cal Poly and we're so proud of you um and i also want to say that that um the invitation is extended um what i do for all of um all of my podcast guests who are um graduate spotlights i say to you that your the invitation to come back on is always extended so when, whenever you're ready, you know, 10 years from now, if you've got this great job and you want to talk to me again, um, just give me a holler and I would love to to talk to you again and, and hear about uh, what's been going on. But just want to say congratulations and just so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. This was awesome. Yeah, so so great to so great to see you, uh, Mariana, and I connected. Uh, we had what do we have? Two classes together, and uh, yeah. in winter <laughs> quarter, and um, and so it's so great to to see you, and so great to to hear uh, your story. So thank you so much. Thank you. See ya.